1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Shape of Work podcast. Joining me today here is uh, Balaji. Uh, Balaji is an IT professional for 20 years now. So let's hear from uh, the man himself. Uh, Hi, Balaji. Welcome to the Shape of Work podcast. How are you doing today?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, Rohan. How are you today?
1: I'm perfectly fine. So, you know, before we dive into the journey of this conversation, um, let's get to know a little more about yourself. Take us to your career journey till now? Sure. Um,
0: I am Balaji Kalyan Sundaram. Um, I have uh, 20 plus years of experience in IT. I specialized in building teams, uh, departments from almost from scratch. Like I said, two or three people were there, and I go and build a bigger team around to 30 to 150. And also, sometimes I've joined companies where I'm just joined the growth phase and grew from 50 people to 150 people, like what in the current role. So, I and also, I strongly believe in. Retaining the ta- retaining the employees more important than recruiting new employees. So I have a lot of experience in hiring good talents and retaining mm-hmm. them, which is the core topic of this podcast. So I'll share my personal opinions only my personal opinions and how I see the new world could be after this pandemic. Um, just to go more detail about my introduction, I'm I'm currently the head of engineering delivery at Crystal Delta, which is an Australian based uh, software business. They um, are based in Melbourne. And we also have two centers in India, Chennai, and the tier 3 town called Kotai. It is a town south of Madurai. Um, okay. As a company, we focus on edtech products. So our products are used by some of the biggest universities in Australia, K-12 schools, training organizations in Australia, mm-hmm. and more specifically Melbourne, because our four co-founders are based in Melbourne. So. Got it. So also also support um, biggest banks and health startups in Melbourne as well. Um, and at the same time, I'm also working on the weekends in my startup called Better Home. I co-founded with my family and friends. So Better Home is the app to buy building materials like, say, electricals, hardware, sanitary wire, glass, timber, plywood, marbles from trusted shops near us in a quick, easy and cost-effective way. Got We're it. piloting in Chennai currently with 1,000 plus shops and we have planned to expand it to all the 40 major cities and tier 1 cities in India a mm-hmm. uh, bit more direction bit more going back um, uh, after my bachelor's in india in, in 2000 i went to do my master's in itx ex- actually actually exactly 20 22 years back february 22nd that's when i landed oh, nice so It's a great timing so yeah yeah um, so i did my master's there and got a job and lived there for 13 years and i um I was, for some reason i came back to india um while i doing my master's as well i did a lot of part-time work for almost two years i would say in a lot of customer-facing roles, uh, and they're still helping me to serve my customers, my stakeholders, and my team members. So um, interestingly, IT is my seventh job in my career, uh,
1: oh.
0: like because so many, so many part-time jobs I did in like uh, sales, marketing, and counter jobs. So um, out of that, the last 21 years of IT career, 13 years in Australia, and eight years in India. Um, and again, more deeply, uh, I was a software developer for 11 years, then I moved mm-hmm. into leadership roles, architecture, and enterprise architecture. Um, and my uh, career spans across um, professionally. It's been a great journey. So it's, it spans across um, e-commerce, government services, travel, banking, insurance, pharmaceuticals, edtech, and now hyper-local e-commerce as well.
1: Got it. And that's a very interesting, of career journey so far. Uh, one thing I picked up from your... Uh, you know, one line which struck with me is that you don't believe in recruiting, but to retain the employees. Uh,
0: right. I believe more in that. More in retaining the employees. Those, yeah. than, yes. Yes.
1: Correct. Yes. So, yeah. you know, we have all seen that, you know, work cultures must become people centric and play. pay, right. yep. pay a close attention to, you know, the number of facets that the employee experience. And this is something which, you know, helps to retain employees as well. Like, if you have a better employee experience, automatically it gets converted into the numbers of you know retained employees as well um, following that in in what ways can organization you know build a positive employee life cycle and what role can learning culture play in this endeavor
0: so uh, a positive employee life cycle starts from the recruitment phase right mm-hmm. and then obviously making sure they, they continue to enjoy the experience they get in the company so so when i um, look for candidates in my interviews, right? Um, I look for the skills that we only wanted to know, wanted come for that role, They what they're gonna do. And more specifically, their attitude to learn, right? For example, um, we're looking at a full stack software developer, right? Uh, they may have once, we're looking for, for example, say, Node and React. They may not have Node, but they will react well, that's good enough for me. As long as they are keen to learn Node and AWS and other skills, Computer engineer level, so I'm fine with it. The more the the pillar is really the attitude to learn. How flexible are they? And then I I probe probe them like, how do they learn? Data technologies, data engineering practices, and I ask them what was the last thing they learned, right? And where do they learn from? Are they learning from websites of the technology, or blogs, or podcasts, or videos? And that's what I go for. Yeah. As long as I said, like I'm very flexible. Even if I get like one or two of the three main skills I wanted, I'm fine. As long as they are good in learning that, so curiosity, I'm fine with it. And in fact, most of my new colleagues who joined us right? In the last about whole three years as well, they join mainly for the learning opportunity we offer there. Mm-hmm. So once that, that once they join, the next step is about the first few few weeks and on the first few months is very critical, right? So that is when, because they made decision to, they've to trust us, they joined us. How do you mm-hmm. ensure the commitment we gave during the interview still holds up? That's the important phase. So that we kind of, we address in different ways. One is like, um, um one of the things that we, um, we have is we ensure we catch up with them quite regularly. Uh, could be like first two weeks, sometimes on every one month, we go by that. And we also have a, program called mentor buddy program and as soon as the employee joins we, we get them to pair up with a more senior person what mm-hmm. are the skills they want to learn we, they go for them go with them and then they regularly catch up again it's left to them we recommend every two weeks or a month at least where they can talk about anything about their uh, the work could be engineering or it could be how they have to balance work how do how can they manage expectations with their delivery owner or a product owner so all these things really matters when the first few months, right? And um, so this is where we ensure that um, they are comfortable, first of all, being in the organization, and we're also comfortable with them. They are. Uh, they came here to learn something. Are they learning what they really wanted to learn? And mm-hmm. are they learning at the right speed as well? So that's where we just give them the continuous feedback for them. So when that happens, so when we have the performance we use, we have it once in six, uh, once in every six months. So it's not a big shock. Okay, I've, mm-hmm. I joined you six months back or three months back, I've not performed. It's never, it's never been like that. It's always been more open, transparent. It just comes more fluid. On the performance, it's always also about focusing on the action items for the next half year or the one year. It's all about learning, really, right? So that learning, like I said, it could be delivering the, the application on time, the project on time with good quality, good engineering quality. How do they... Um, um, just not just only with their current role, like a current Mm -hmm. team, how do they spread that, whatever they learned in the project, outside as well, and to the team, as well as the other parts of the company as well, through technology and tech talks and blogs and uh, many ways, right? that's really a focus. That's the way we focus. We ensure that when someone, right right from the time they join us until they hear, how do we continuously ensure that we give them of a commitment what we can offer as a company what they can learn and how to ensure that they are learning at the right pace how we can do continuous feedback making sure they have a great career in the company
1: got it got it so you know from your answer it, it becomes you know like lnd is something which becomes a key priority for organizations especially as they adapt to this new and challenging environment uh, of people and work how can learning strategies be innovated to fit in the organization's growth strategy and adapt to you know more of a digital landscape?
0: Okay, uh, so learning. I always believe it's a it's a continuous process. Mm-hmm. Uh, right from being a kid till the end, just have to continue to learn. Uh, sometimes people have this mindset, right? I'm out of college now. That's my learning is stopped, right? Um, fortunately, in in software engineering, it's uh, it's always you just have to keep learning. Every five six years, you teach the technology is really changing quite a lot, so you have to be on top of the game always, right? That is why I, uh, in fact, in our company, we have learning as part of the values. Uh, mm. We call it the right values, and where the I stands for, it's called RIT. Right, where the I stands for initiative and learning, because We we always believe that when you put them as a value, people have more focus on it. Uh, And again, this character of continuous learning has to be really imbibed in their DNA, so it makes it it a habit. Most of the companies, they focus more on innovation, entrepreneurial, being bold, accepting failures, and et cetera, et cetera. But the the basis for these things are, are basically learning, continuously adapting, to the technology, adapting to the people, like like whole whole way, right. Your mm-hmm. company is working for almost more than almost two years now. How do you adapt to it? These are all learning practices we do it. And okay. when it comes to learning as well, I would just say what we do is um, you only define the purpose why someone should learn. Okay, be very um, once you give that clarity of purpose why you should you learn? That learning could be for I say three reasons. One is uh, the skill gap in for the current work they do. As I said earlier, we're looking for three skills, but they have only one skill, right? Now that you've got one skill, you are good at it. You need to two those two skills are also. So that's a skill gap. We give you the time for you to learn. We give you the all the things you need to learn. Are you learning continuously? That's the first part. Got it. And the second part is, somebody already in the company for a while, and then they want to go into the next role, could be a different... They're like growing vertically or horizontally. What are the skills they need to grow in that? Could be even like an engineer going from one team to another team. It's a different product, right? The same, in the same tech space as well. How do we get that? So, that's another, that's the second reason why this one has to learn. And the third reason is more in the engineering side, of all about like learning cutting edge technology. How do I learn AI, data science, and many things? So, these are three uh, buckets of, of I put learning into. So once that purpose is defined, it's very clear for them. And then, again, it's all um, self-managed, really. We just give the tools for them to learn. So it could be like really learning on the go. But now I, now I see people coming back to work. They may be learning while traveling, maybe in the cab or the, bar or the bus or the train. Or we also focus more on short learning. That's how it really works now. Instead of being uh, more theoretically, 15 minutes videos, 15 minutes article, 3 minutes blogs, podcasts like this, that's the best way to learn and when it comes to engineering it's all about practicing and mm-hmm. anything else has come to practicing but engineering is all about practicing you can't just simply listen audios and audios you just have to keep going doing some stuff so so that for the practicing bit and for the learning bit as well that's where we provide a lot of time to learn as well again it could be part of our work or it could be more self-driven we can't really allocate okay you got uh, especially for small companies, we cannot do like, all right, you get like uh, two days to learn or five days to learn, right? Got it. It has to be throughout the year, throughout the career. So they have to smartly manage their time. It could be in the working hours or it could be some some hours in the week nights, or it could be weekends, but it's really managed to them. And once they have they have done the learning, how do we reward this next person? It could be, well, doing great, um, building something in the project and then the application they develop or uh, basically this is uh, many ways to reward, like we give gifts and kudos and like uh, company-wide channels in many ways. As I said earlier, all about like really define the purpose of learning. Once you define that, we have we provide the tools, the online learning tools, we have a subscription to Udemy and many things. And they can self-manage their own time smartly. Once they they've done it. You reward the learning by giving gifts or it could be in performance appraisal giving the right feedback and mm-hmm. um, obviously comes to pay and promotions and stuff
1: got it so you know uh, this is like an in-depth answer of what uh, we have been looking at as well um we have talked about um you know retention now the retention part of it once they onboard the company you have to you know spend on the learning as well let's go to the first part of it like the recruitment stage of it like you know yeah. the talent work. so we have seen that you know like the larger employment landscape mm-hmm. uh, people have been laid off in the you know crisis in the early days of crisis yes. so yep. you know, what what could be the big differentiators for company to win the talent work? because there's no you know there's no shortage of talent i would say
0: okay that's a yeah it's a it's a great question <laughs> The talent war okay good um so why someone joined a company right? that is a question
1: mm-hmm.
0: think can answer that really right so that really there's be multiple reasons uh, i personally joined my current company crystal delta because my mentor said that he used to work with the co-founders so they, he said that the, these these co-founders are great people to work with so that really sold sold it okay um and they're great humans and in fact when I I've worked with them for three and three years and more. Um, I found them even more great people, great people to work with, fantastic people I know in my life. So, um, so I value those reasons over. And obviously, there are other things as well to my consideration. But I, I value that over anything else. In fact, after joining the company, I found there are. In fact, everyone is so good in the company. Every engineer, to every QA developer, operations team, everyone is fantastic. And we continue to recruit only great people, right? The same kind of culture we build it. Well, I I, well, I said that um, we also I personally made a lot of mistakes in finding employees. Right? okay, certain things there's have some urgent demands. We have some start a new, new application, a new project, need that need the people. So so that sometimes basically that urgent demand is could be a reason. Another time, like sometimes I see, oh, this person from this company, they already have the brand associated with it. Then we assume oh, this has to be good and we recruited. But once they come into it, right, they see the way we operate, the expectations, and they aren't able to match it. And honestly, uh, two or three people have left in my whole career so far. Only two or three. Years. that's still less, but still a mistake. So um, I have learned from that lessons. I'm being more patient. We spend more time in the interviews, though it might take um, longer time, especially for a smaller company. People don't spend so much time in the interview. But we tend to spend more time in the interviews. We understand more about them. Um and obviously, those are the things. And I would say one of the main considerations they could do in the war is first thing is the pay. Let's be honest with it. It's really the pay that people people decide they want to join this company or other companies. Right? Um, brand is not a big thing in, in Australia or any other country. Uh, but in India, brand, like say people prefer to work in Amazon or Google or Facebook and other companies. Uh, brand is also a consideration in India. Mm-hmm. um got it i i think one core values is really if you start um trusting the employees and if you reduce the mm-hmm. notice period to two weeks or maximum one month they can really win that war i see um this works very well in australia i mean i work in australia so i know about the uh, workplace culture there maximum is two weeks two weeks to one month that's it when i decide i want to leave usually i post my resume on the portals uh, and I apply for resume on Saturday Sunday. And by the time I'm done, the next week, I actually get a job. I'm, okay. I'm in this now already. So because I think it, right now, there's so long notice period, like three months and two months, that that is a problem both for the employees and also the prospective uh, employees as well. Right? We, we hire someone and then we wait and then suddenly the last day or so, even... <laughs> They, you know you know you from HR, you will know about that you know they don't turn mm-hmm. up it's a, it's a really hard thing i think if you trust the employees that are I'm giving to two weeks notice period input new employees come and I you mean know, even i said like we just spend a lot of time in the interviews but it's still not enough you can in two or three hours you cannot do a you cannot uh, know the entire character of the person as well right that's why you come and try us basically for two two weeks or like one month if you don't like us Two weeks time, you can go back. You can leave us. I think that kind of thing would really turn things around for people. And now the, the next I will see is the hybrid work model. Uh, now people are coming back to will come back to work anyway, but still, people are already comfortable in working from home. So how do you bring them back slowly? Uh, I see a hybrid work, hybrid work model being like three days in office, two days from home. So I have done an actually question. when I came back to India. I still work for my Australian uh, company. We have like delivery centers in like, mm-hmm. partners in India, in, in Bangalore, for example. I used to work, uh, I'd speak in Chennai for four days Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Monday night, I leave to uh, Tuesday morning, mm-hmm. go to Bangalore, work there for three days, and come back again. Okay. It really worked well for me. There was a bit of travel. But as long as you're in the same city, then that's not a big problem. So that kind of hybrid work model really worked well. Another thing people don't, uh, not many people have heard is like they don't focus on the employee's uh, long term development plan. This doesn't get really heard in the interviews. So I always make a point that when the employee does not talk about that at all, at the end of the interview, I do ask them, "What is you? what do you want to do in the next five years or 10 years? Um, then I articulate how the company can help them achieve that five year goal, 10 year goal. That person may even leave the company in the next two years, three years, or five years. I ensure that we can help you to achieve your career goals in the next five years, mm-hmm. 10 years. I focus on that. And obviously it's all about uh, learning opportunities. As I said as I said earlier, we define, these are the skills you wanted for this role. You have one out of three, or being open, you have two out of three. So these are skill gaps, but you have a good, um, you are very open to learning things. So you definitely you can come here and we give the time for you to learn and upskill and be successful
1: that's a very appropriate answer i would say you know with the entire holistic view of uh you know right from learning reducing the notice period that is something like the need of the hour um uh, balaji i think we have covered almost every aspect we can talk about here in the hr field right we have talked about uh recruitment we have talked about how companies can win the talent war we have talked about how to retain their employees what learning plays a key role in the organization's growth strategy and we have some also talked about you know the future of work, let's say with hybrid or remote and how employees can function that so i think on that note we are you know content wise we are good to go and uh, we are right on that 30 minute mark so um, you know at this point in time i would uh, want to you know let's say some of our listeners would want to connect with you over any social media links what is the best way to reach to you and you know what mediums are the best way to connect with you?
0: I'm I'm active on LinkedIn. That's the only uh, social networking I have. So mm-hmm. if I search for Balaji Kalyan Sundram, it is K-A-L-Y-A-N-S-U-N-D-A-R-A-M. Balaji Kalyan Sundram, you can find me on LinkedIn.
1: Got it. So I'm sure our listeners would, you know, love to pick your mind on some of these topics as well. Uh, on behalf of springworks i would like to thank you for giving us an opportunity to host you in the shape of a podcast and i wish you the very best
0: thank you very much uh, rohan Uh, thanks for hosting me it's a pleasure speaking to you Um, it's a good experience for me as well the first time i'm doing a podcast i've done a lot of conferences and and this, this is great it's interesting as well for me thanks for the opportunity